Hey, it's Gavin. Welcome to a For Friends and Family podcast. It's Friday, April 17th. It is 12 p.m. here in Los Angeles. It's around noon. It's a little bit overcast, not going to lie. Today in the COVID world, unfortunately, there have been 2.2 million people confirmed with cases. There have been 150,000 deaths. and but the good side is there's 564,000 people that have recovered. Now, today I am talking about coffee and morning routines with Sonia. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Gavin, and everybody listening to the podcast. I'm very excited to be on the show. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. Um, I you came through a friend of mine who felt it would be important that I chat with you about nutrition and and then we had a little bit of an offline conversation. And you said we should talk about coffee. So tell us about what you do and about your website, Simplify Healthy Living, and 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 the journey and the story that you got to this point. Because I think a lot of people have coffee all the time, and they would like to know. Are they drinking the right coffee? Because what I found from you is that they probably aren't. Go ahead. Tell me a little bit about you and your journey. Yeah, I'm more than happy to share all those informations. There's so much out there. And what we do at Simplify Healthy Living is really simplifying everything and just cut through all the noises that are out there. And the I've done so many researches about healthy products and what we're doing here is really taking the guesswork out of purchasing the products that carry your body mind and spirit so the customer don't have to do the research themselves it's still a lot of work to figure out you know what is really healthy because there's there's a lot of stuff out there now I'm oh, just going to go yeah. out on a limb and say, you live here in Los Angeles, not too far from me. You live in Santa Monica, but right. I'm just going to go by your accent and say that you are not a Native American. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm born and raised in Switzerland, in Zurich, and my husband and I have been living in around LA, Southern California, first in Orange County, then in Santa Monica since 2003. Oh, so, wow. so you've been you've been here a while. Yeah, a while, and we just love the lifestyle here. I mean, if you want to live in a healthy lifestyle, that's definitely here in LA. I mean, well, we are spoiled. We're living in the capital of the. Health healthy, you know, world, uh, basically. I have to, I have to 100% agree. Now, what got you into this healthy living? Or do you have, what's your background? Do you have like, um, are you a nutritionist? Are you, what, 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 why, why, why did you get into this? Well, uh, the reason why I got into it is that in 2005, I was diagnosed with a pre-cancer condition out of the blue. And uh, I used to live a really healthy lifestyle. And I thought, you know, I do everything that, you know, that's not going to happen. And so that really scared me. And I dig deeper based on the the function medicine doctor I worked with uh, in Newport Beach. Uh, She said, look, Sonia, you have a healthy lifestyle, but we got to go through your you know, daily routines and see how we can eliminate the toxin. And uh, that's the first thing we have to do. We have to take out all the chemicals, toxins you're still going to consume because we don't live in a perfect world. And I said, well, 
And then she started the first hour in the morning. And she said, Sonia, what kind of coffee are you drinking? Or tea? Or, you know, first thing you do in the morning. And I said, yeah, I have my coffee. And she said, you got to get rid of your coffee because what? it's the most toxic uh, product, you know, that we consume. And I said to her, uh, I, there's no way I'm I going to skip my coffee. I said, Dr. Chino, there must be another way. I said, I do compromises. I'm going the extra mile, but not for my coffee. And she, then she said, okay, let's figure that out. She said, minimum, you have to go for organic coffee. Okay. And that was like, you know, 2005. And I said to her, oof, and then the taste. I don't want to compromise in taste and the flavor and everything. So what is, what is, so, what, what is organic coffee? Just to sort of pause there for a minute. What's the difference between organic coffee and regular coffee? So the – what – the difference between conventional coffee and organic is that conventional coffee has all the synthetic chemicals. I mean, there's at least hundreds of chemicals that are sprayed on those coffee beans, on conventional coffee. And are, they, are they to like um, eliminate bugs or are they to help it grow? Like what are these chemicals used for? Excellent question, yeah. Uh, actually, both of them, the grows and also the bugs. I mean, there's a lot of things. Uh, what what are, what are the bugs? That, what are the insects that, or is it, is, is it birds or is it is insects that attack coffee? What are they? they I, I, this is insects there. Uh, and, you know, it, it always starts with the health of the soil. Oh, okay. And so the more they spray, the more they take out because of, you know, the, the conventional coffee. I mean, it's the most traded uh, product in the world. It's the coffee. And the most, the most uh, what? Sorry, I didn't catch that. The most what rated? Or? A traded. Oh, I mean, most it's traded. the big, okay. yes, the most traded product in the world. And it's a hot commodity because over the years, people are consuming more coffee. And so there is no time to really grow that in a sustainable form to feed, you know, the whole world. So in order to beef the volume and the crops, they have to spray more, and they take out more per yield, and the soil can't, you know, just uh, can't uh, support this, everything. So they spray more and more and more. But, orga and, but uh, organic coffee, sort of interrupt, but organic coffee, my understanding is that you have to you, you have to lie, let a field or wherever the coffee grows, anything organic has to lie fallow for like seven years to allow the nu nutrients to come back in. Is there a certification process that people, if they're looking for organic coffee, that is when a coffee is certified organic or it says it's organic, what, how do they grow it differently from regular coffee? So they don't use any synthetic fertilizer, period. Oh. They have plant-based um Like what would sprays. be a fertilizer for coffee? A fertilizer for coffee would be a plant-based one that has, you know, that they use, let's say, they use um, like the a soil. a manure? Or... A manure, exactly. That's what they use as a manure. So minimum is the organic. So you don't have all the synthetic chemicals. However, it's 95%. The next step would be biodynamic. What uh -huh. is the difference between organic and biodynamic or wild? Right. Um, biodynamic goes full circle. So this is really a 360, degree, uh, a 
360-degree approach. So biodynamic goes the other 5% that doesn't cover organic. So that means the soil quality and the health of the soil is key. So you have a farm um, like you, you use the maneuver, you, you use a lot of natural uh, things like birds, insects that you, you have in your soil in order to fertilize and ah, nourish. This, uh, so the, the crops can grow in a very nutritional soil and they don't need all those chemicals. Because you know? I've, I've heard about biodynamic wine and I've heard about, you know, and and. And, and some of it is picked according to the moon phases. Um, yes. and it's very in tune with what's happening in the environment. Okay, so now we, we have this organic coffee and we have this biodynamic coffee. So there's regular coffee, there's there's organic coffee, there's biodynamic coffee. And in there, you're looking, are there different types of organic? Is there different levels of organic? Or if, if something says organic on it, how do I know it's organic? Excellent question. Yeah, that's where the certification comes in. Uh, so you, you're most consumer are familiar with the USDA uh, certification that's on every, you know, packages. So if you, you're, you know, shopping online or you're in the grocery store in front of that shelves where 100 coffees are, Look for the seal, the USDA organic seal. That's the first thing you should look at it. Okay. And of course, then you can choose, you know, there are many different uh, flavors and tastes, but this is the number one you should go for it. Can I ask a little question about USDA organic? Because much of this coffee is grown outside of the United States, right? So how does yes. the USDA go in and certify somewhere in, say, Peru or um, that, that when they, how do they know that they're actually actually doing it properly do they send people down to okay this is a, uh, again an excellent question the usda i went through the process with my product uh, the the coffee uh, coffee that, that comes from ethiopia mm-hmm. and they do a rigorous testing i mean you have to send so many tests and documents and things like that this is the most rigorous certification you can go through so okay and, so so your coffee coming in from ethiopia you had to get it certified USDA and and you had to give them all sorts of samples and they tested it. How long did that take? Well, I was lucky that I teamed up with Original Food. They're based in uh, Europe and they've done all the certification because they work directly with the farmers there and they're organized in uh, a cooperation and Original Food um, they guarantee the farmers to take the full, you know, harvest they have. So they also pay fair prices above market price. So those farmers are really motivated in incentive, really to harvest that wild coffee in Ethiopia. So original food has done a tremendous uh, groundwork there already for the certification. So I teamed up with them alone as a small startup. It's really tricky to do that. But honestly, it's worse to do the extra mile because 
I'm not in for a compromise. There is no compromise when it well, comes you're, you, I, to clean. I, I, know, I know the Swiss. I, I've lived in Europe. You guys are very regimented. You, you do things very, it's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you because, you know, all my Austrian and Swiss friends and my German friends are like, we will do it this way. There will be nothing else. So I, I'm interested that you got this certification um, and, and that, that the USDA, I guess they certify things coming into the country rather than going back to to Ethiopia. Now, your coffee's called Kaffa, K A F F A, and people can buy it if they want from you from your um on your on your website. But I also thought that um are there any others like are there a couple of others that people could um could also buy in other places? Like are there are there other ones that you recommend rather than just your one? Oh, absolutely, yes. I mean, there are great coffee brands out there these days. I think with all the small, you know, hand-picked and breweries that are out there. Are there any from California uh, that you like? Do, yes. Is coffee, is yes. coffee grown here? Because I went to the coffee planta- plantations in um, Hawaii. I think, uh, I, I forget which one it's called, but there's a, oh, Kona Coffee. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They're very famous. And yeah, yeah they were, and they, they took us through the whole process. Very interesting. But are there any in, is coffee grown in California? No, no, coffee, there's no coffee grown. They're all in other countries, Peru, Ethiopia, and uh, they're, they're no, they're not. So, so Hawaii, um, I think, was the only, it was one of the biggest plantations, but I think it's one of the only ones in America, right? They're the only ones that... As far as I know, yes, definitely, yeah. Most are they, are they organic? If people were going to get a Kona coffee, is, is, is that a good coffee in your opinion? Uh I'm not familiar with Kona uh, in, you know, in terms of her certification, but there are coffee brands here in LA. Uh, Canyon Coffee is a great uh, small uh, coffee um, maker, and um, there's a couple that does that, and they have also a rigorous uh, system and transparency about their and coffee. It's, it's Canyon, and, like C-A-N-Y-O-N, or, or Canyon? Yes. Yes, like the canyon, the, yeah, C-A-N-A. And then also the other one that goes uh, with Biodynamic, it's Biodynamic Coffee. That's another brand that it's is just, really... It's just called Biodynamic Coffee. <laughs> right, yeah, very simple. <laughs> so they, they trademarked Biodynamic Coffee, so... They... <laughs> Yes. So, yeah, no, yeah. And, and I need to ask you this just to make sure is that if something is biodynamic, does that also mean it's organic? Because I, my understanding is that sometimes things can be a biodynamic, but they're not necessarily organically certified. I mean, the biodynamic meet the organic standard no matter what. And okay. then they go to the extra, you know, but is there a certification for a biodynamic? Like yes. I, okay. Yes. I don't see it on is. your I don't see it on your packaging. So how do how do that what's what's the uh, sort of excellent question. Yeah. It's called um uh Demeter. It's a certification non profit organization. They're uh originally from Europe, I guess from Germany. Uh well, if they're they German then I'm in. And, <laughs> yeah, they are in the US as well. And what's it and called again? The, uh, Demeter, D-E-M-E-T-E-R, and it's uh, oh, a non-profit organization. Yeah, it, it's not 
seeing that much right now, but you will see in the next few years it's going to go through the roof. Okay. That kind, those kind of products, they're just the highest quality, the cleanest product you can get, and you will see more and more. That's the next level of organic. Um, I'm can I ask you one sure. other little question? So when we go back to the beginning of the uh, of the discussion where you you know you you got diagnosed with cancer and they and your doctor was talking about the toxins, what are the toxins in regular coffee that people should be aware of? about oh that there's a long list um of, i'll just pick uh, the top in. top three maybe okay let me just give a glimpse so i have the right um so yes i have it right in front of me sorry i just don't want to make a mistake because there's so no you're many. swiss i understand you're very very you know meticulous <laughs> I, I i would expect I nothing this, else if you were I if you were like this. full-on la hustle you'd be like well there's this and this and this and buy my coffee so and funny. I, I love I the fact that you're this. not like selling your coffee you're like no no i i'm very swiss i must get this right <laughs> i take this as a compliment so yeah oh, there's yeah. a lot of uh, synthetic fertilizer herbicide fungicide insecticide pesticide but there are two of the most common chemicals there are uh, in the coffee, it's endosulfan and methylparacion. I'm sorry, this is a very difficult word to pronounce, but the nickname is <laughs> cotton poison and have been linked to a confusion of say, seizure and even death. So it's called nickname. So don't drink coffee, it gives you seizures. <laughs> Exactly. So I don't want to scare the, uh, you know, the consumer, but it's just good that you're aware of it because if honestly, if you buy a pack uh, of coffee, where would you see all those, you know, labels on the back? You don't see it. There's no list of ingredients. Yeah, or why is things. that? So under coffee, uh, you don't have to list the ingredients. Oh no, you, it, because there is no ingredients. It's just coffee. But it's just if coffee, they don't yeah. have, to, I think the next thing we're trying to do in California is that we have to list the herbicides or the pesticides that are yes. used on the food. I think that's. I think that's something that they're trying to get through. Or am I just making that up? I, I seem to recall that there was someone. I remember reading something where people are like hey it's not just about the products that are in that that make up the food it's also the types of you know pesticides that are used on it yeah it, it's a, uh, they did pass something that you have to mention something yeah there is something going on but i don't know how far it is if it's only for you know bigger brands that they have to do that mm -hmm. but it's the same with anything else you know what is it? Is it, you know, the coffee beans or is it what we do with the beans? You know, that's yeah. really the question. And uh, as clean as possible, you know, and uh, I have to say our coffee is wild. So that really grows wild in Ethiopia. So, I mean, this is beyond biodynamic. Yeah. This is the cleanest coffee you can get. And we protect the rainforest on top of it. So it's really sustainable and... Mm -hmm. What about, the, uh, what about the, what about the, the, I'm just, as we wind down here, there's a couple other questions I have for you. One is how about when they, you know, they pick the coffee and then they roast it. Is there, is there an organic way to roast it? Cause are there chemicals used in the roasting? Uh, ours doesn't use anything. We, uh, the, when you pick the, uh, the beans, you know, the, um, it needs to be dried on the sun. And that's a natural process that we do in organic and also drying oh, on the I sun see. 
it creates a fermentation of ah, the beans. Okay. Conventional cuts that process out. They oh, that, do it real, yeah. This is the sh- shortcut, you know. That's why there's also price different, and so they have to use chemicals to do that process. So, how long do your uh, beans sit out for them to like? How long does it take to to get a a bean roasted in the sun? Uh, a couple of weeks, depending. Oh, wow, okay. You know, they they turn the beans um, around and depending the sun and so a uh, couple of weeks, I would say three to four weeks max. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and how does the, it, does it taste different? Does this organic taste different from conventional in your opinion? Absolutely. Yeah. And then the wild uh, on top of it, that has 5,000 different flavors. Oh, wow. And, uh, and the roasting there is key. I mean, we have, I mean, a lot of uh, experts that have been roasting. Oh, the I see. So, the, so when it's in the sun, it's the... not roasting. It's just drying it out and fermenting it. And then you put it in and you, you actually do the roasting process separately. And conventional misses the whole sort of fermenting process and just goes right to the roasting. Yes. Oh, yes I see. Okay. Yeah. So this is a process behind and there's no shortcut. Uh, and that's why you have a little bit uh, higher price, yeah. uh, but you get the cleanest product. For well, sure, yeah. now the last thing I'll ask you is that, um, you know, I, we don't have espresso, so I make coffee for my wife every morning. I don't drink that much coffee uh, because mm-hmm. as, you, as you can already tell, I'm pretty like whacked out on caffeine all the time. I'm just, <laughs> I talk really fast, so I'm trying not to talk faster. But anyway, so the point is um, uh, that, that we use um, a pour over. So we, and, and we found mm-hmm. that it's very clean because we use, um, uh, like a paper, like a, a specially designed, like a, a funnel basically, um, that, uh, that we put, we put in and then we, I put the coffee at the bottom and then I pour the hot water over it and it gets rid of all of the oils and things like that. What mm-hmm. is the best, what, what do you feel for your type? Let's talk specifically about your coffee. What's the best way to consume it? Is it through espresso and, and grinding it up and, and pushing it? It through espresso or is it pour over better or is it better just to mix it in what, what do you think um you, there are three ways to do it and it depends you know what kind of flavor you want to get out however we have an espresso and the medium roast okay so the espresso i recommend if you buy the whole beans it's always better because it's a little fresher and you get this so you coffee grind it. Smell. You grind it up at home. Yeah. Yeah. You coffee the coffee smell in the morning if you grind it up. It's even stronger. So I feel this like you know it, it just helps to calm me in the morning and I can smell it. That's the thing. That you, <laughs> you know, what? But, I'm going through this experience with you right now. The way you talk about coffee, it's like I almost died, but I'm still drinking coffee. <laughs> Yeah, and it's a meditation for me as well to smell it and just to hold it. So going back to your question, and then uh, the espresso used for, you know, the espresso machine, the Bialetti or whatever, or the pour over as well. And the medium roast, this may be also the French press uh, that you can use, but the one you're using, um, uh, the medium roast and the espresso works perfectly fine. The medium roast has even less acidity than the espresso mm-hmm. but no matter what um 
we have the lowest acidity in the coffee. So it's really mild to your stomach as well. And so, that's, that's, that's something I learned like a, a while ago when I, when I didn't really use it. I didn't drink coffee growing up. I only recently got into it the last two or three years. But I did, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking with someone about it and they said that when, when it's a dark roast, it's actually less caffeine and less acidity than it is if it's a, if it's a medium roast. The, 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 lower, the closer you go to the actual like mild, medium or dark, uh, the mild actually has more caffeine and has more acidity is that that's correct right i got that right yeah that's that's correct yeah okay good i just wanted to make sure that i hadn't like that 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 i was telling everything uh uh, everyone right um um okay you know what uh sorry i caught you uh, cut you off there did you want to complete a sentence and then we'll wrap up no 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 no. we just simplify uh, our coffee we have uh two or three types that's it and we simplify that well you're you're swiss Um, that's what you do you just keep it nice and (laughs) simple it's like you will have this one thing i will have two things and now i'm making fun of your accent which is politically incorrect you can make fun of mine because i'm canadian no 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 you're doing i love it that's the way it is i combine the california lifestyle with my Swiss prestige, I guess. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been great. Um, if you guys want to check out um, Sonia's website, it's simplifyhealthyliving.com. That's simplifyhealthyliving.com. Her coffee's on there. I'm definitely going to try it and I'll, I'll, I'll maybe report back. Um, and I really appreciate you telling us about other coffees that people can check out as well, too. We didn't want this to be a huge promo, but, uh, but, I, but because you're Swiss, I'm going to try it because I know that you're just, you're going to be meticulous, but Sonia, <laughs> oh, thank, thank you so you much so for much. coming on. <laughs> thank you, Gavin. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. Yeah.